Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And Nicole Henriksen, uh, we spoke to her in 2012 when she was part of the uh, Crack Theatre Festival in Newcastle. We did a few interviews for that. And she's uh, coming to Adelaide in 2015 for the Adelaide Fringe with Honeycomb Badges on Acid. How are you doing, Nicole? I'm very well. How are you? All right, thank you. You've had a, you've had a busy time since we spoke last. Yeah, um, that was show number one, and right now I'm touring show number four. Wow. Um, so this will be, yeah, <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Um, I've basically been doing a new show every year and touring that around and just expanding um, the festivals that I've been to. So, um, yeah, basically, well, that was 2012 and then 2013 I did um, Adelaide Fringe for the first time. I did Melbourne Comedy Festival. Um, and then the following year, so 2014, last year, I did uh, Fringe World in Perth, um, Adelaide Fringe, Melbourne Comedy Festival, I went over to Edinburgh, um, and then this year I'm doing the same again, but I'm also doing a festival, um, uh, Brighton Fringe, just before Edinburgh. Oh, so, wow. So, yeah, um, in England, so I'll sort of be doing two major fringes in the UK, which is a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, currently um, in Perth doing Fringe World. Um, just had my first two shows, um, about to do four more, so, Yeah. <laughs> and how's it going in Perth? Insanely well, just way too well, you know. Um, I've, I've had two shows um, that have just been packed out. We had to bring extra chairs in um, for the second one. And, you know, that's, I mean, it's very flattering, but it's just, you know, you kind of think, oh, no, like, is it, when's it going to not be good? <laughs> um, you know, that sort of artist doubt constantly yeah. creeping in. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just been amazing. I had... Um, one of my, uh, one of the audience members from the second show on on this Saturday just gone, put up a video review of the show, which is basically everything I ever wanted anyone to say about the show. Which is crazy when you know you get a review and you're like, this is everything. I'm so amazed that you absolutely got everything that I was talking about. Like, thank you so much. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think. Yeah. I... That's... <laughs> Sorry. No, no, that's all right. I was moving on. Um. I... So the last time we spoke, we sort of spoke about, I think, uh, a lot of the development of your work and the way that you thought about things and there's a lot of deep stuff in your st- in your work that you try and get out there. So it's really nice that someone's picked it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was um, one tiny thing that he said which um, kind of made me think, oh, that's a bit weird, which is basically that my work is female but not feminist, which is an odd thing that I've never really... Um, I don't know, I've never tried to make anything... That's uh, a like weird statement. Anything in particular? Yeah, because <laughs> I think more maybe it's sort of a misuse of the word feminist and more of a kind of saying to people like it's not political, like I'm not going to sit here and rant about anything in particular. Um, it's just that my work inherently is going to have elements of being like, you know, well, yeah, I am a woman, so I'm going to either make fun of this kind of hyper male world that I'm part of being mm. a comedian um, or I'm going to sort of put in my own views in a whimsical way, like with realising or without realising, you know. So um, it was kind of an odd statement, but like apart from that, you know, so just a understanding that my work is quite um, alternative, I guess, almost a little bit absurd, um, quite meta at times um, and just sort of fun. Like it's not something where you're supposed to come along and sort of go, yeah, I, I will save the whales, you know. Like, it's just it's just fun comedy stuff. I, I never know how to explain it because I just want to say it's just jokes and that. 
know what I mean? It's not like, um, you know, it's not like a main point or anything that I'm necessarily trying to say. It's just that, you know, inherently being the person that I am, I think I'm quite sort of opinionated and sure of who I am as a person. There's going to be like little bits of kind of political commentary and um, sort of feminist commentary, you know, gender politics, all, all that sort of stuff is just going to creep in a little bit whether or not you sort of intend to make a statement. You know? and that sort of stuff happens naturally whenever you have a conversation with someone anyway, so it's really exactly. no, doubt, no doubt that that kind of thing is going to happen when you're having a a chat or, you know, spending time with an audience for an hour. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think it's probably more just kind of something that um, I think a lot of people sort of hear the word feminist and they kind of assume that there's going to be, like, something very political to that sort of word, especially in the context of, of comedy. Um, I can see sort of where he's coming from from that, from that point of view that my work inherently does just have sort of elements of being like, um, you know, I sort of make fun of white boys and that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, make fun of um, how, like, I do this bit where I translate rap lyrics and I basically say that I'm translating it for, you know, all the white people in the audience, which obviously is everyone in the audience pretty much, you know. Yeah. Um, and just sort of playing on a few of those sorts of things that um, I guess are, like, it's not something where I'm making a point of it and I'm sort of, you know, it's a throwaway comment where I go, that's just a bit fun because obviously, you know, like, it's more of a nod to norms than um, a statement, I guess. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should let go of that little tiny statement within a video that was really, really positive for you. Yes. Well, yes. I... <laughs> that's the thing. It was sort of one um, comment that I kind of went, oh, that's a bit weird. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he basically understood sort of everything that I was doing with, you know, the characters and um, there's songs, there's videos. It's kind of a very diverse show, as was the first one. But obviously time has passed now and I'm sort of, um, I, I hope, doing my best work right now. I feel like I'm doing my best work. Um, mm. And... You know, it's great when someone kind of goes like, yeah, this is for like people that want something different. This is kind of um, like not an insane show that's kind of oversimplifying, but, you know, just a different show, something more diverse and I hope sort of more interesting, dare I say, um, that's funny as well. Like, <laughs> you know. Well, that's always got to be the goal with the comedy. you got to make it funny. Yeah, that's usually a good starting <laughs> point just to... Should I put some jokes in? No, um, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, a really serious comedy. Of, <laughs> yeah, just like 45 minutes of social commentary and then like 10 minutes of jokes. That's how I like to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, obviously. Honeycomb Badges on Acid. Yes, yes. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, basically what I've started to do now with my show titles has just, just sort of been like, what's some words I can put together that sound quite good together. So um, the first show was Technicolor Sarcasm, Brackets with Nazis. Um, the second was uh, Naked Unicorn Vomit. Uh, last year's show was Rainbow Rabbits with Rabies. And I just thought, like, <laughs> it gets to the point where you don't have that many words left that are no. kind of absurd. And, <laughs> and I just, um, yeah, I remember I was just making some notes actually while I was in Edinburgh touring... Um, last year's show and I just sort of thought ooh honeycomb and badges and acid that's quite good like I could just sort of go somewhere with that and also it's 
to the blend already to some images with the artwork and stuff where I can kind of put the characters in the um, sort of honeycomb formation and do some doodles of badges and like just have it really colourful and fun. Um, so yeah, I just thought that'd be great. <laughs> and you just keep, you, with all these titles, you seem to have been doing some really lovely, sorry, really horrible things to lovely ideas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's that's quite fair. I feel like I'm. I don't know. I, I don't know how to exactly describe what I do yet. Um, which is odd because I've been doing it for four years, but I just, it's, it's alternative comedy, you know, it's like weird stuff. So I just feel like I need to have a title that's odd that kind of people go, oh, that's bizarre. Like, what does that mean? What's that show about? You know, um, and especially in a fringe festival in, you know, a festival that's any kind of scale, really, Mm. anything larger than a few shows, you kind of, you need something that draws people in that makes people go, what's that about? Like, you know, what's up with that artwork and that name and, you know, I need to know more about it. So there's sort of an element of, um, I guess, almost marketing within it, but more that people go, oh, that sounds weird, I want to know more. And also that they know when they're sort of going in that it is odd, you know what I mean? If it's just yeah. like Nicole Henriksen does jokes for an hour, then you'd get a lot of people that would be like, oh, why are you doing a character now and why are you... What this video thing about, and I didn't know there'd be songs. I didn't know you'd be walking into the crowd and being all crazy. Um, so yeah, there's <laughs> there's just like an element of kind of um, filtering people almost. Yeah. Um, the right people are interested, and the right people come along and see your work. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of that was really just to cover the fact that it's very very hard to ask comedians what their show is going to be about. Because I mean, the other thing is you have to give the fringe and the festivals these titles like months and months in advance so um yeah quite often the shows aren't ready by then are they no so this was um october i was doing all this like the first week of october i was registering um for well also for um my show that i'm doing now in perth like which is the same show um but you know this is sort of like september october that you've got to think oh what's my title gonna be what's my sort of icon image like what's the going to be about per se um, and in a way the good thing with the shows that I do is that um, not that there's a formula to, formula to them necessarily but just that there's kind of similar elements so all the shows I've done you know there's been stand up, there's been characters, there's been songs, there's been sort of video slash multimedia interludes and you know you sort of explain those things, you put in some press quotes that's like your blurb mm. <laughs> so you know it's not as though um I have to think, oh, I'm going to do a show about, like, magpies and there's going to have to be magpies in it and then I decide, actually, magpies aren't that great, I'm going to do it about something else and then I've got this description, what do I do? You know, it's sort of, um, I guess my shows are quite um, similar in some ways so I can sort of lend certain aspects throughout, um, (laughs) yeah, like throughout the sort of um, timeline of my shows and just sort of say, oh, well, there's, there's going to be these things. They might not be written yet, but they're going to be there. Yeah. And then so you know. it would have come together over sort of December, January, the show? Yeah, basically. Um, although actually the performance that I did this uh, Friday just gone, which was my opening show here in Perth, was the first time I'd actually gone through the show as a whole. Um, <laughs> uh, like, I, no, no bragging, but I did smash it out. I'm just saying, like, it did go quite well. But, um, yeah, there's not always sort of a chance to just 
go through everything like sequentially. You mm-hmm. know, there's sort of more a sense that you go, okay, well, I'm working on this bit. This bit solid is going yeah. in the show, um, and you can, you know, do spots and uh, especially with the stand-up material, just do sort of shorter five to ten minute spots and kind of work on a bit and sort of say, oh, that's good. That's going in the show. Well, that's got to be scrapped. That needs work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, being able to sort of do the whole thing, I realised after that show that I hadn't actually done a full rehearsal. Because <laughs> I'm a professional comedian, obviously. Did you get through a tech? Because your shows would be pretty tech-heavy. They are, yeah. So, um, like, the structure, everything was there. I just hadn't actually gone through it from top to bottom. I'd sort of focused on elements that I was worried about, like forgetting the lyrics to a song, for yep. example. Um, so, yeah, I just basically say, look, like, all the cues are very clear. It's kind of me leaving stage or me saying, like, you know, can we play that track, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I show up with a cue sheet and, like, it's all oh. colour-coded and everything. <laughs> and everything's, like, ordered and, you know, it's it's a little scary. <laughs> oh, it makes, the, it makes the operator in me very relaxed to know that. I Yeah, I hope so. Because um, I'm just, I'm aware that it is quite tech-heavy. So I feel like I, as a performer... If I want the show to be any good, I need to put in the effort to sort of say, like, you know, look, everything's here. I've got it in this format, that format, that format. I've got, you know, this cue sheet for you. Um, these are the cues. If they're not clear enough, I can make them more clear. Um, but also I think uh, my shows are quite uh, loose, I guess. I like to improvise and kind mm. of run with things. So it doesn't really bother me if I sort of go to do a cue and something doesn't happen. You know, yeah. I don't mind sort of saying, like, oh, oh, check at the back. Um, it's just I was wondering if that cue could we could do the thing. That'd be good. You know, and just sort of stopping and having a bit of a moment doesn't really, I don't know, I, I like that. I like sort of being able to have um, variation within the shows. Yeah. And I actually wrote this show purposely um, short so that I could have about 10 minutes of improvisation throughout oh, the whole show. Yeah, yeah. And that's um, something that's well, really nice for the tech because it means that they're not, sitting through the same show every night. It's exactly the same. And it's always nice. No, just that little know. bit of variety inside it. And it makes it fun for you as well, because you're going to perform this show probably 50, 60 times before it's done. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe even more, because I'm doing um, six shows in Perth, 26 in Adelaide, and I think I'm doing 22 in Melbourne, um, uh. and then about sort of 24 in Edinburgh and about sort of six in Brighton. So I guess it's actually more like... Um, well, that'd be sort of 70 shows, something. Well, I didn't I add that up more. as you said it, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> more than 60. Yeah, so, it's a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, and I just feel like that's the thing. I, I naturally, especially when I get to know the material more, I naturally just want to kind of run with things. And, you know, if someone laughs especially hard at the joke, I want to sort of interact with them and kind of, you know, see where they're coming from, why they can get so funny. Um, you know, it's, I don't know, I just like that sort of thing. I... Um, one of the shows I did here in Perth, I had a photographer come along, um, you know, a blogger basically bought their photographer, which is really cool. So that was just great to be able to play with that, you know, and I just mm. sort of said, well, I'll do a little pose, what do you think of that, you know, and sort of be able to kind of play with this thing that's going to happen only once throughout, you know, the run of the show possibly. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I like live because you never know what's going to happen and you can just, you can play and I think it's really um, it's odd when I sort of go to a uh, I go and see someone do comedy more than once, like maybe we're on the same circuit or whatever, and they're always doing the same set. And I I find it really weird because I just like don't you want to play with it and have fun with it and mm. like 
acknowledge the fact that it is live because if you're just going to do the same thing, you might as well show up with like a video and just press play. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what I like most that you'll get a great reaction to one joke one night and the next jo- next night you'll get like nothing. Um, and I sort of love being able to go, oh, you don't like that? Well, how about this? You know? Yeah. And yeah, being able to, to play with it and be fun with it and sort of acknowledge that it is live and that it is changeable. Um, and that it can be as good as, you know, any particular moment or it could fall flat, you know, and sort of knowing how to get yourself in and out of different sort of situations and be able to be, like, professional and changeable and adaptable, um, that's really important to me. And, you know, you can be totally, you can go, something's happened today and you can change the show up and you can move things around just because it's live and it's great. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's... um, one thing because like for me it's just um i know the structure i know i'm doing you know these three like bits if you will within Mm. the stand-up section so i'll sort of go okay well i'm gonna do these bits but in between those bits if you know i can sort of play with a particular thing like maybe i do these poems so i do this poetry stance um so i like sort of playing with that and so i think oh what do you think of this stance what if i did this with my arm what if i you know what if i did this and so this kind of physical moment because um, my stuff is quite wordy, so it's quite fun to have this uh, almost clowning moment yeah. of being able to use my body and sort of saying, oh, you know, what about this? And, like, maybe I accidentally splash my knickers and I can do a bit of a rant about how it's ridiculous that people would be, like, astounded by that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just my body, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and, yeah, just sort of being able to have fun with whatever happens, like, that night, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we should probably stop being really serious about shows and talking about the actual <laughs> behind-the-scenes stuff because your stuff is going to be a lot of fun and uh, always seems to be, from what I hear about it, I really, really need to try and get down and see it at some point. Um, Nicole Henriksen, Honeycomb Badges on Acid, is going to be their loft at the loft at the Ayers House Museum, 288 North Terrace in Adelaide, right throughout the Fringe. Uh, you can grab ticks from Fringe Ticks and all the details at our website, Adel- uh, linkadelaide.com.au. Uh, Nicole, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of uh, Perth Fringe, and we'll see you in Adelaide. Thank you very much for having me. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.